Welcome to the Lifting Lindsay podcast. Today, I'm really excited to have Rachel Coons on here with me. Um, some of you may have heard her on Biceps After Babies. Um, Amber is her sister. You've been on her show a few times, so some of you might be familiar with her already. But if you're not, I'm so excited to introduce you all to her. And I feel like we met what, like four or five years ago? Well, met like on Instagram. Right, right, right. Yes, yes, we did. Like forever ago. I think I might have bought like some... Did you do makeup? Did you sell makeup for a little bit? Oh, yes. This is like back in the archives. Yes. <laughs> yes. I um, I was a Senegens distributor. And I think you may have, I don't, I don't, I don't even remember that, but yes, yes. I, did sell <laughs> I, I remember purchasing something from you. Like, I remember it was like some cream or something like that for under oh, eyes. That's but, awesome. <laughs> but do you know what's funny? Well, what like made me find you again was I was on, I'm a huge Dave Ramsey fan. Like, oh yes, 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 yes. Massive love Dave Ramsey. And for those of you who don't know who Dave Ramsey is, you're crazy if you don't. I know I'm just kidding. He's just really big. (laughs) Um, He's all about saving money. And I think it was his daughter's account. What's her name? Something Cruz. Rachel. Rachel Cruz. It is Rachel. Okay. I was on her account and she was talking about making dinner for your family and you can do healthy, family-friendly meals for low cost. And she was saying that, you know, you can make a meal for way less at home than you can go like running to like fast food or, or whatever, or a restaurant. And uh-huh. people, I sometimes <laughs> when I'm bored, yeah. I'll actually scroll through and I'll read people's comments because people seemed outraged by this for some reason, which oh, yeah. made me laugh. Mm -hmm. It's so funny to me. It made me laugh. And so I started scrolling down and somebody had tagged you and said, everybody needs to follow my friend, Rachel. She will show you how you can do this. And I was like, Rachel, who? And I clicked and it was you. It was the funniest (laughs) thing. Surprising you through that. That's awesome. But I don't, I gotta, so it was meant to be. That person who tagged me, I don't even know who it was. I, I don't know either because I don't even follow them. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. But it was awesome. So I found you and I, I was so excited after going through all of your stuff because I'm like, oh my goodness, this is, any coach out there will tell you the two things that people often say that distracts them or prevents them from hitting their goals is one, they don't have time. Mm-hmm. Two, they don't have the money because cooking healthy or even mindfully is way too expensive. Totally. So Rachel, I feel like you know exactly what I'm talking about. I want to just, how I want to hear your story, how you got into this. Sure. And share your knowledge with us, please. Okay. I, I'm so excited to be here. Okay. So what what kind of triggered this path that I'm on is I had an Instagram account and I was sharing easy, frugal, fast recipes for busy moms. That's basically what I was doing. We were talking about dinner and all those kinds of things on my Instagram page. And then in 2021, you know, prices started to rise after COVID and we, we had some financial goals that we were trying to hit. And so I was really, when I, took a look at our budget 
and was trying to find places that we could save money. Groceries were the thing that I just was like, I think we can really save money on groceries. We were spending about $1,200 for our family of six at the time. And I started sharing this with my followers on Instagram. And, you know, she was sharing what I was doing and how I was saving money. And, you know, fast forward two years, it's just kind of taken off where people need this help. They don't know how to save money. And I also have a background in health and wellness. You know, I, that was Mm -hmm. what I graduated from from college. I was a personal trainer for a long time. I still teach fitness classes. I'm very into the health and fitness world. You know, my sister Amber is a macro coach. So I, so I'm around all of these things. And so, you know, take the grocery budgeting and how to save money on groceries and then blend that with like healthy eating, because obviously I want to feed my family healthy, whole foods. I don't want to feed them processed foods, but I also want to save money. So I've just basically tried to merge those two together and share that with my followers. And um, I created a method that basically takes you from overspending to dropping your spending. And that's what I do. That's, that's all I do. That's awesome. Seems simple, but it is, it's so fun. And it's great to see the results that people have. And it's life-changing for some people. That is life-changing. Oh my gosh. Because it doesn't just affect their body, but their wallet. Totally. Food and finances are the two things that people don't realize run your life more than anything else. That's like why you saw when you saw Rachel's post on Instagram, Rachel Cruz's post, people get so emotionally invested in finances. And you have the same thing on your page too with fitness, right? It's like crazy how triggered people get, but they do. It's, it is, it's something that's so emotional for us. Why is that? Well, I think, I think it, a lot of like self-worth comes from either your physical appearance or your financial stability. That's a huge need for us as humans. And so either when we're attacking that, you know, we're trying to help fix or help people that it, it, it it's triggering. That's such a good point because it kind of, um, if there's a solution, then sometimes people can be like, oh, well then I'm the problem. And they don't want right. to hear that. Their ego kind of right. flares. It's like, no, 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 but but you don't understand. This was my reason why I couldn't achieve it. And now you're telling me I can? Yeah. It's like, oh, don't tell me that. Right. (laughs) Well, and that's like something that you're so good at too. Like you're so good at showing the scientific, right? This is just, you're taking out emotion. It's just the logic behind how to lift, how to, how to eat healthy, how to do all those things. It's, it doesn't have to be emotional. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So you were spending 1200 I'm curious, how much now do you spend on a family of six? How much now do you think you spend? This is this might blow some of your followers' minds, um, but right now I spend about seven hundred dollars a month for a family of six. Keep in mind, I have a younger family. My oldest is nine, so um, younger kids. I don't have teenagers yet, but yeah, we eat we eat very healthy on a low budget. That's incredible. So what are some tips? Like people are probably hearing that and saying like, there's no way. How do you go from 1200 to 700? Uh, Well, I will say like, yeah, somebody who's just coming across what I do or just kind of realizing that they can save money on groceries, it's going to take some time. It's not like overnight you can just drop your spending. It took me two years to do that you know, obviously there's a method to what I do. So right now, if you're listening, 
the way that you can start saving money on groceries is meal planning. Getting a set schedule for your family, what your family needs, because you know what kind of foods your kids want to eat. You know what kind of dietary restrictions you have. And then planning a meal, your schedule on based on that and ordering and buying your groceries based off of that meal plan. It seems counterintuitive that like, you know, it's overwhelming. It it takes time to meal plan all of those things. But in the end, I find that my clients, my followers, when they can really sit down and have a good meal plan, uh, they save so much time and they save so much money. And probably, um, I would imagine they save so much money because so much food isn't gone to waste. Totally. Totally. How many of us see a recipe and are like, oh, that recipe, that recipe, that recipe, but they don't have an actual plan of when they're going to make it. Yes. I, I do this all the time. I go out, spend so much money. And then there are some people that I, I love their food. I love following them, but I feel like their meals are so intricate and like have 20 ingredients. Oh yeah. And those, I feel like 19 of those ingredients go bad in two days. Yes. (laughs) Or maybe I just forget I have those ingredients and five days later they've gone bad, right? Totally. Well, and that's something that a lot of people do is when they're like, oh, I'm going to start meal planning. I'm going to start like figuring out what to cook for my family. They overcomplicate things. We do this all the time in anything, right? We just, we make it more complicated than it is. And as busy moms, as people who have a lot going on, nobody has time, right? Everyone, Mm -hmm. everyone's, everyone's scheduled, you know, to the top, but simplify it. And we just be like, you don't have to make a recipe that has 20 ingredients. Shop your shelf, use what you have on hand and make simple, easy recipes because then it's also long-term we stay successful in this. If we overcomplicate it, there's no way we're going to continue meal planning and we're going to continue cooking for our family when it takes us an hour and a half every night to get dinner on the table. You have to be, you have to not complicate this because it's a long-term thing that we're we're trying to implement. So maybe have like an intricate meal (laughs) more like once or twice a week versus every single night thinking this is, okay, that I love that. Well, and also I find people when it comes to food waste, so you were saying that a lot of people throw out food. I think a lot of the problem comes when we over, we overbuy, but we also over meal plan. If you are meal planning more than five meals per week for your family and you're buying food for over five meals, I people end up throwing food out. So allow yourself to have leftover nights, to have nights where you're just cooking with stuff that you have on hand. So that way you're not overbuying. And again, it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You Burnout is real. We burn out as moms. We don't want to cook dinner. So when we can really like make it simple and easy, then we don't burn out. Mm, I love that. Okay. I'm going to go back to something you said at the very beginning. I'm once again, going to remind everybody that you brought the budget from, it was 1200 a month for a family of six to 700. I also want to bring up the fact that Rachel, you told me that you live in California. Yes, I do. Right? Yep. So yeah. I just barely Googled because <laughs> I was curious. Yeah, um, yeah. Food cost in the United States. Rachel, you live in one of the top 10 for most expensive food costs. Yep, 
Yep. I know that. And I just really wanted to bring that. I'm sure you know that (laughs) every time you go to to the grocery store, you're reminded of it, (laughs) but, but I live in Utah where honestly it's relatively inexpensive. Like I could, if you could probably come here and cut it down to 500. I was going to say that a lot of people will comment and be like, well, that's great that you could do that for your family. But I live in Washington where prices are expensive. I live in New York. And my first thing is great. I live in California. Like I know how expensive groceries are. Uh, Obviously, if you live in Canada or Alaska or Hawaii, yes, food's more expensive there. But for me, if I can do it, then I know most people can do it too. And even if you can just cut it down a few hundred, no matter where you live. Oh yeah. That's going to make a huge difference in the long term. And it took you two years. I love that you brought it up, that it took you two years because it's kind of the same in fitness with before and afters. People think, well, that it's supposed to be next month, right? Next month, I'm supposed to change this all. And so again, want to bring it back to know this took Rachel two years to establish the habits, get into the routine. And really, I mean, you have a system. Systems save people. Systems are where it's at. And and I call it, it's called my shop method. Takes you through that whole process. And I will say fitness, you know, it's long-term. With grocery budgeting, you can see savings really fast. And that's one of the things I love about it is because it's immediate gratification um, so I run a program, I run an eight week program that, that basically impl- helps you implement my shop method in eight weeks. So yes, it took me two years, but I can do this for people really fast. And, um, you can see those hundreds, if not like I seriously had a student in my last round of my program go from spending $1,300 or 3000, sorry, $3,000 a month for her family of eight to $1,700 a month. So she saved She's saving $1,300 oh a month gosh. just by figuring out her grocery spending. So it, I mean, massive, massive amounts of savings that you can, you can see. That's incredible. Okay. Let's go back to these tips. I love them. Meal planning. Meal planning is huge. What do you say to people when they're like, but I don't have the time? Okay. So how much time are you spending? So most people on average are going to the store two to three times a week, Right. They, they run out of an item, they're running back to the store. So how much time are you spending each week running to the grocery store and grabbing those one or two items? First off, how much time are you spending if you don't have a dinner plan and you're running to go grab fast food or takeout food? How much time does that take? And then on top of that, how much time are you spending you know, defrosting and getting and prepping your food every single night. So if we, if we really break down how much time people are spending, just getting the food that they're not planning for. And we front load that in the beginning of the week, it's going to take some discipline. But if you just, I I tell my students 30 minutes, it's all it takes 30 minutes, two weeks. So I also teach two week grocery shopping and two week meal planning. I spend 30 minutes every two weeks. I order my groceries. I get some of them delivered, some of them picked up. I seriously am spending a total from meal planning to getting my groceries into my house an hour, maybe an hour and 15 minutes every two weeks. So that is that is so much time saving versus going to the grocery store every couple of days. You're spending at least 30 minutes to an hour doing that. So yeah, you kind of have to front load that time and get the discipline to do it at the beginning of the week. 
but really in reality. And that's something that I love when my students are like, I'm not only saving so much money, I'm saving so much time and so much stress relief because I, I do it and then it's done. I only, nobody likes meal planning. Nobody enjoys meal planning. Nobody enjoys, <laughs> well, some people enjoy grocery shopping, but that, I mean, it's, it's a hassle. It, it's not something we want to do. So why are we doing it every couple days? Why are we Why are we stressing ourselves out doing that? Let's space out the grocery trips. Let's space out the meal planning and just get it done when, you know, every two weeks. I love it. And I'll tell you one thing that will, in and of itself, it's going to save you money because every time I go to the grocery store for that one item I'm missing, do I leave with just one item? Rachel, Never. the answer is no. <laughs> Never. I know. I know because I used to be that person. I know. <laughs> Especially if the item is found at Costco. Uh huh. I go in for one thing and I leave with, and I'm giving them five hundred dollars. I'm like, this is horrible. This is horrible. I know. I know. Costco. Costco is a dangerous place. It is. And do you know what? I've actually we save money ordering Costco because I know if I go in, I'm just like this, like. Oh my goodness. I'm just, I'm all over the place. I'm like, Oh, look at this outfit. Oh, Link needs this. Oh, look at <laughs> this. I didn't realize I needed new saucepans, but I do because this oh, man yeah. just, oh, yeah. I'm a sucker. I am a sucker. What you? The thing is, is Costco's smart. They're so smart. They know exactly how to market to you. They know exactly where to put the things so that you buy them. They're, they're not dumb. They're very good at what they do. And they're very good at making you spend money. <laughs> they, they are. Oh my goodness. They, they have me figured out at least. Seriously. Yes. Yes. So just minimizing the trips, one is going to save time. An issue that I'm sure everybody's like, well, I don't have the time, right? Yeah. I hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and then also going to save you money because you're not going in and don't be like Lindsay and going to the store and I'm like, oh, I need this and this and this. And oh, maybe I want to make this meal instead. And I get a whole other, anyways, just spend way too much. So that's that's huge. Remind me, you you encourage people to meal plan once every two weeks. Is that right? Yeah. And and getting your groceries for two weeks at a time. What about with like perishables? Do you do anything with that? Like fruit that maybe isn't going to last two weeks? Or do you just choose fruits and perishables that are going to make it or frozen or canned? Or what are your suggestions yes. for that? Yes. Okay. So a hundred percent, whenever I tell someone two-week meal planning, that's the first question they ask, what do I do about my produce? What do I do about the perishables? Well, there are a lot of perishables that will last two weeks. And it's just figuring out what those are in your area and meal planning those foods in that second week. So a lot of carrots, broccoli, those items will last two weeks in your fridge. So we're just really focusing on those items that second week. Uh, and then yes, frozen, frozen, I freeze bread, I freeze milk. Um, I freeze a lot of food so that I can use that in my second week. But if you are like, I go through way too much produce, I can't keep enough produce on hand for two weeks, that's fine order meal plan, get all your food for two weeks. And then in that second week, if you need to order just produce, and it should be a small order, it should just be, you know, whatever perishables you need, or just go into the grocery store and just go to the produce section. Don't go anywhere else. 
So you're really bulk buying the first week. And then that second week, you can just get whatever perishables you need. Doing that will save you so much money. That is, that's so smart. How simple are your meals? We're going to revisit that one because I feel like that one needs to be revisited over and over and over again. I know people always get really overwhelmed when they're starting to track macros or just starting to be mindful about foods. And maybe they go to Pinterest and they look at all the beautiful foods that are, you know, a million different colors and they are, they're beautiful, but that's also tons of, um, you know, ingredients and they kind of get sucked into it and pulled into that. So can you give us an example of like, what does, what do you eat in the morning? Do your kids eat the same thing? Like how simple are your meals? Yes. Everything is very simple, right? I, I'm a mom of four. I run a business. I, you know, am involved in a lot of things. I, I do not have time to have complex meals. So what I do with our meals is for a meal is a protein, a carbohydrate and a a produce item. So if it has all three of those items, it's a meal. And so when I'm thinking about dinner time, a lot of people also have picky eaters, right? Kids that don't want to eat the meals that they cook. So another way to combat that is Let's break apart the meals, cook the protein separate, cook the carbohydrate separate, cook the vegetable separate, and we're just piecing that together. That way, if a mom is or the parents are counting macros and they have to, you know, build their meal around the produce and the vet and the protein, they can do that simply. And um, then the kids, if the kids want to have more of that carbohydrate, we're breaking apart the meals. So that's the first way that I try and keep my meals very simple. And then the second is obviously, again, I have a meal plan for the week for our dinners, but when it comes to our breakfast and lunch, I find that I don't need as much variety in that. So I Mm -hmm. usually plan for four different types of breakfasts and four different types of lunches. And it's the same. It's usually the same thing. And then I order those things and I make sure I always have those items on hand. My kids love eggs and toast. They love smoothies. Basically, that's what they eat. Like every morning, it's eggs and toast or smoothies and toast. And I just always have those essentials on hand. And then for lunch, a lot of times I'm eating leftovers and my kids are eating, you know, chicken nuggets or crackers and cheese or whatever, something simple. I love that. Um, What about snacks? I haven't heard you mention snacks. What are your thoughts about? Okay, this is another one that will trigger people. Um, I really am a minimalist when it comes to snacks. I think a lot of times our children are picky eaters at dinner because they're over snacking in the afternoon. So we're minimalizing snacks as much as possible. And um, snacks should not be prepackaged. First off, if we're trying to feed our kids healthy foods, we don't want to just throw at them a bag of crackers. So finding foods that you can create into snacks, ingredient style snacks instead of like prepackaged. First off, prepackaged snacks are so expensive. They are way more expensive than if you just made them at your house. And I know a lot of people are like, well, I'm busy. I need grab and go. I need something fast. But there's a lot of grab and go snacks that aren't expensive and still healthy. Can you give some examples of what you go to for those? Yes. Yes. Grab and go so snacks. my kids, my kids love toast. Toast is a great thing. They love string cheese. Uh, I do buy like the big thing of goldfish if they want goldfish. Fruit is great. Grapes, bananas, strawberries, apples. Uh, we do apples and peanut butter. Um, we also do like popcorn. We'll, we'll cook up some popcorn. They love, again, they love protein smoothies. So we'll do that. 
um, that does take a little bit more time. But yeah, there's there's a lot of ways to to just have the ingredients. They do gogurts. They like Greek yogurt with granola and fruit. There's lots, and I share a lot on my my social media. I share snack ideas as well on there. So I I'm pretty sure it was your account recently where you brought up snacks. Oh yeah, and. I'm almost embarrassed to say it, but it was like this light bulb that went off. I'm like, oh my gosh, the reason why my kids won't eat their meals is because there are so many snacks. Yeah. (laughs) And then I started thinking about the price of the snacks. The next time I went to the grocery store and I'm looking at, okay, what are quick options? And I'm looking at the prices and I'm like, oh my gosh, this... Rachel's brilliant. Like, because these are so expensive, especially the tiny little prepackaged, like the applesauce, the prepackaged applesauce. My kids love them. They love having their own. Yep. It is so freaking expensive compared to just buying a huge thing of applesauce. Yep. Yep. And just like taking a second to scoop it out and put it into a bowl. Right. And I started thinking a lot about it. And I told my husband, okay, no more snack, no more snacks. My kids don't need them. And well, our kids, cause they're his kids too, but <laughs> our, kids, <laughs> our kids don't need them. And I said, if they are really hungry, truly hungry and not just bored, because I have found that my kids, when they get bored, when they stop moving and they sit for a second, it's like they want something and they'll be like a cookie a snack, uh, chips, whatever. And I said, if they're really, really hungry, the test will be, well, a really hungry person is going to enjoy fruit a lot. So we'll just have fruit (laughs) Uh and we'll have, you know, and that's, that's kind of their option. Cause if you're really hungry, the fruit will sound really good and it will taste really, really good. Right. Right. So we started doing that. My boy started eating his dinner. I was so excited. Like I wanted to kiss you, Rachel. I was so excited. (laughs) I'm so happy. That makes me so happy. No, I, yeah, I think a lot of the times parents are just feeding their kids because they're hungry in the afternoon. They're just throwing food at them. And what are we throwing at them? Usually it's carbohydrates. We're throwing it like, we're not throwing them full meals or full snacks. So when my kids, if they want a snack, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not overly, I, controlling on this. Obviously I want them to have some autonomy, but I really try to mm-hmm. pair it with a protein or a produce item. So that way they're getting full snacks and then snacks are cut off two hours before dinner time. If we plan to eat at six, they are not allowed to eat after four. And if they do want to eat, then they have to eat a fruit or a vegetable because mm-hmm. I feel like that, I, I don't care if you eat those at any point of the day. Um, and then they come to the dinner table hungry and they're way more ready to try new things and to eat what is given them because they're hungry. Which is another way of saving money because if we're overfeeding them on the snacks, then we're making a big meal for dinner and all like their serving goes to waste. I have scooped like my daughter Hazel's a very picky eater and I have put the entire thing into the trash or whatever. And I or she has, I've watched her cause I actually usually try to save it in a little Tupperware for her, but, um, <laughs> I'll watch her put it all in there. And I'm just like, that was a lot of money. 
a lot of money and a lot of my time down the drain. You And it's not even a, like you were saying, Rachel, it's not even a solid meal. Like this is the solid meal that has the protein and it has the healthy fats and the, the, all of these things that we want them to eat. But she had just had Pringles and sometimes she's a little stinker and she sneaks into the, into the pantry. (laughs) She sneaks in there and she grabs something small like that. And then it holds her over. And then do you know what else is really annoying is about a half an hour after dinner. She's like, I'm hungry. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) triggered very triggered (laughs) very much so very much so so well yeah and meals meals cost way less they just do meals are way cheaper than snacks and the reason is because we create meals out of ingredients versus pre-packaged foods yes 100 percent. oh my goodness Okay. This is so good. I want to hear a few. I mean, I understand that this is your business. And a lot of times I find that tips can kind of stack on each other. Like you first have to get this basic down and then we can add this next system and this next system. So I understand that sometimes it's hard to just give random tips because it's like, oh, but it, it all builds on each other. Yeah. But if you could just give one or two other tips, um, what what would you say really resonates and changes those clients that you work with on this? Okay, so if we're talking about like foundations, where do we start? If if you are just now coming across me or this idea that you can save money, where where should you start? One hundred percent, just start tracking. It's the same thing with food, right? It's the same thing with fitness. Just yeah. start tracking. A lot of times I'll have people come to me and say, well, I think I'm spending $1,500 a month. And then they actually calculate what they're spending at the grocery store. And they're actually like seeing what they're spending every time they go. And they're like, wait a second, I'm actually spending $1,800 a month. So just becoming mindful of what you're spending. Well, one, we know where to start. We know where you're at. And two, it's going to make you way more intentional because you're not going to want to spend $100 at the grocery store every couple of days. And you're going to see that that is, that is making you spend more money. So that's a, a great place to start is just track. And you can keep it really simple. A lot of times people get overwhelmed. Everyone's overwhelmed with budgeting. Like, you know, you have to have this massive spreadsheet or use the app or whatever. No, just keep a note on your phone. Every time you leave the grocery store or every time you purchase something at the grocery store, put it into a note on your phone, put the number and just continue calculating through the month what you're spending. And just by doing that, I bet people would save a hundred, if not more than that. Yep. 100%. You know what that is? I mean, it is literally the same with tracking foods like calories and protein. Yes. The minute I tell somebody, cause they're like, Oh, it is literally the exact same thing, Rachel, that you just said, they'll say, well, I'm only eating 1200. And I'm like, really, that's a good guess. Like, let's have you be very meticulous every single time you're, you're done with the meal or, you know, preparing it, write down exactly what you ate. And it's always fascinating how they're like, wow, I'm actually eating more like 1800 or 2000. We always spend a little bit more than we think too. I find that that food and finances go hand in hand. They really do. It's the same exact <laughs> yep. principle. 
So as soon as you start telling somebody though, let's be a little bit mindful, they are a little bit more intentional about where they do put the calories or where they do put as far as the the groceries. Like, do I really need that? Actually, no, I don't. It's the same thing with, do I really need to, you know, snack on my kids' leftovers? No, actually I don't. So I love that you bring that up. Just even tracking will bring some level of being intentional. And in and of itself, we should see a little bit of change. Yep. Yep. And and then what's the next step? So then the next step would be, I call it shop the shelf. And it's basically the idea that you are using up what you have on hand before you ever think about purchasing something at the grocery store. It, so many people, when you go into their pantry or you go into their fridge, there's so much food. Everybody has so much food on hand, but yet they're still going to the grocery store and they're buying more food. Why are we doing that? Why are we purchasing more food when we, the stuff we have at home is free. So when you meal plan, look at what you have on hand. Don't think about, don't go to those blogs. Don't go to those people. Don't even look at their recipes until you've meal planned around the food that you have in your, in your house. And, um, and then of course you can always try new recipes, but shopping the shelf and meal planning around your shelf will save you so much money. I mean, you could probably right now, you could probably make five meals from what you have on hand. Mm -hmm. I find that most people, most people have lots of food on hand that they're not using, that they just let sit on the shelf or go bad or, you know, they're perishables. They're throwing out perishables because they're not meal planning around what's in their fridge. And, oh, that is so good. We just barely uh, hired organizers. It was awesome. this cute, this cute woman who, who follows me. She's like, I can help you organize. I work for an organizing company. So she came in and they looked in the pantry and they said, do you usually have about this much food? And I said, I was like nervous to answer. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, is that good or bad? <laughs> I'm feeling judged. No, yes, yes. <laughs> they, they were so sweet about it. I said, uh, yeah, actually this is it. And they go, oh my gosh, good. You would not believe how much, how, how people's pantries are, how stocked they are. Like they'll, they'll, will come in and they'll hardly have anything or have a good amount. And then we come in to organize and they had just gone grocery shopping and they fill it up and they're like, look, we're in Utah. We believe in, you know, having food on hand, but, but there's a point where it's like, are you even eating the, the seaweed chips that have been in the back of your <laughs> cabinet yes. forever? Yes. Like, why did you even make that purchase? What convinced you to do that or whatever it may be? Right. But I love that. Shop the shelf. And I'm less, and I, and I'm less, I'm, I think people, you know, having shelf stable foods, if they're never going to go bad, there's no reason not to have 20 cans of black beans, right? Yes. Like if you, if yeah. they're not going to go bad. So you, yeah, for sure having food storage, but then like using those black beans, because they're just going to sit on the shelf for forever unless you use them, unless you meal plan with them. Yes. I love it. I love it. That's so good. Let's hear one other. What's the next step? So the next, so after shopping the shelf, we're meal planning and then um, you are meal planning for two weeks at a time and spacing out your grocery trips. Something else that you can do is having a list of essentials. 
be like that, you know, you have to have on hand at all times. What food would you have to go to the grocery store if you ran out of? And everyone's Mm -hmm. different. Everyone has a different list of essentials. For me, it's like, if we don't have milk, I have to run to the store. If we don't have eggs, I have to run to the store. So those are all on my essentials list. And then when you are going to purchase your groceries, you are buying those essentials first. Those are the first things that are going in your cart. And then I, and I, I teach my students to order their groceries online because they can kind of see what's where they're at as far as their budget and there's a running total. So if they're mm. adding their essentials in first and they're hitting and they're getting close to their budget, then they know they have to meal plan more frugal recipes. So the essentials are first and then the meals are second. Um, and, and when you do that, you just, again, you just become more intentional with everything you're buying and you're making sure that you, if you have this goal to stay under a certain budget or to s- save money, then, then you have to be intentional with what you're buying. And ordering online, is that not too expensive? Sometimes don't they, I know Costco sometimes increases the prices when you're ordering online. A lot of grocery stores offer it for free and there's a lot of grocery stores that use Instacart. So Instacart upcharges on every single item. So they'll charge more. That's how they run their business. So I really try and get my students to purchase groceries from a store that doesn't use Instacart and just offers it as part of their business model. So like, um, I think in Utah, like Sam's Club, Kroger, Walmart, those are all stores that will give it to you for free. Instacart there's nothing like horrible about it, but if you're getting a big grocery haul and you're paying like a dollar or two more per item, you're probably going to spend more that way. But if it means that you're not going into Costco and spending $500 there, you know, it's, you have to like weigh out that, that benefit. Target also offers free grocery pickup as well. Okay. That's, that's great to know that with Walmart, I actually think if you have their membership, like you can get their membership for free if you have an American Express card. Oh, like their delivery, their Walmart Plus. Yeah, we get Walmart Plus. We get their delivery for free. So we try not even to go into Walmart now. Yeah. Mostly because my husband knows my spending. We found out from a from somebody on Instagram, they're like, if you have an American Express, then you can get it for free. Oh, I didn't even know that. So you can just sign up and then... Yeah. And then American Express will reimburse you. So just throwing it out there for those who are looking to save money and are near a Walmart and want to get it delivered for free because it's awesome. We've used that a ton. That's good to know. That's good to know. Okay. Um, anything else you want to share before we close? I'm, I honestly am so excited. I'm like, maybe I should do your boot camp. Do you do boot camps? What do you call them? It's called the grocery budget boot camp. Yeah. So it's an eight week program. Uh, We just wrapped up another launch. So I'm we're in week one of the bootcamp right now. And then uh, we'll launch again, we'll do another round probably in the fall. So then that's the eight week, but I also have, you know, free things on my site as well. Um, I have some PDFs available. I also send out meal plans, like two week meal plans with grocery lists. So you can access those as well. And then I'm always in my DMS. If you have questions or whatever, you can, you can come drop me a question whenever. Awesome. I love it, Rachel. I honestly, guys, I have gone through over the past month since I found you over again, like I keep going through and I love 
your tips. I think sometimes when people offer tips, I'm like, who, like what world do you live in that that's a tip, but you're, you're living in my world, Rachel, because these are all tips that I'm like, Oh my gosh. It's like, she's a fly on my wall. She knows, (laughs) she knows like for just, for example, you just barely, your tips are really good is what I'm trying to say. I feel like sometimes people on Instagram share a lot of fluff, but you share a lot of really good things. Like you just barely got back from a vacation and your uh one of your more recent posts was the first thing that you did was okay it's meal planning time and what do I what am I going to do I'm going to take inventory of everything I have because I feel like our natural instinct would be to sit down and be like well what do I want to eat and then make a whole grocery list and almost even forget that you have like just like you were saying I love how you call it the shop the shelf well let's find out what we have and guaranteed there are women listening who probably couldn't tell you at the bottom of their deep freezer what's even there like what yeah. is yeah. living and growing there like they don't even know yes. they haven't reached it for years right mm-hmm. so i your tips are so good i just want to really really encourage all of you listening to Go follow Rachel, support her, um, share her and her message because if you don't need, if you feel like you don't need her, I feel like I need you. Oh my goodness. I, I just don't know who wouldn't, but, but share her stuff so that other people can realize that no, we do have the time and we can be saving and we actually do have a little bit more financial freedom maybe than we think when it comes to mm-hmm. eating healthy. And I'm excited to go in on your account now and see the other free stuff that you have because that's awesome or other stuff that you offer because that's really, really cool. Well, I'm so, I'm so happy to be here. It was awesome. I'm really excited. Like I'm legit. I'm not even saying this, Rachel. I'm legit excited to go upstairs and show my husband <laughs> because I feel like like all these little things that I've literally been writing down notes. Cause I'm like, I don't edit these podcasts anymore. So I'm going to forget these things. So I've been writing down notes of things that have resonated with me that I need to change. So I'm really hoping that I I know that this is going to be very beneficial for so many people. So thank you for your work and your service and what you, what you give back to people. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. And back, back at you. I love what you do too. I think it's so helpful and we're both needed and, um, it's, it's great to help people, right? We, we transform, you're transforming inside and out. And um, yeah, it's very rewarding. It is really rewarding. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. Bye, Lindsay. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Lifting Lindsay podcast. In the notes, I'm going to have uh, where you can follow Rachel on Instagram. And I just really want to encourage you to send her any messages, questions, whatever it may be, see how she can help you and your family hit your fitness health goals while also hitting your financial goals. It really is a win-win. And for those of you who need help with optimizing your training programs, you can always go to liftinglindsay.com and send me any personal questions on Instagram at liftinglindsay.com. 